When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Before we get into any music news, I walk into the hall earlier. We like to take you guys inside the world of my talk. Is this kind of like behind a the scenes. priest and a rabbi walking in? Hey, bar. Donna, why don't we do it? All right, okay. I walk out. And Donna is halfway down the hall, DJ Rock Lobster, trying to do something. Mm-hmm. And then she says, you look like that guy who's in the can on Sesame <laughs> the Street. The garbage can. Oscar the Grouch. And I think it was a roundabout way of her making a grouchy uh, reference. And so I sh- said, should we bring up Krabby DJ Rock Lobster, ah, which just feels so uh, apropos. Yeah, I didn't I sense it. any of the grouchy or crabbiness. Crustacean jokes. Cr- crustacean humor. Yes. Crustacean mood humor. I didn't uh, uh, discern <laughs> any of that. So now why don't we just check in? It's really my first time talking with DJ Rock Lobster I'm today. I'm fine. Are you crabby? What's your problem? No, I, was fine. Um, I was like, hey, are we having somebody come in today? She said, yeah. I was like, okay. And she's like, why so crabby? You're like that one guy in the garbage can. <laughs> Which probably made you crabby when somebody hit you with an insult like that right out of the chute. He could be Oscar the Grouch for Halloween, for sure. Just put a garbage can on his head. I'm not green. He's a happy guy. Well, you could just make your beard green. Yeah. That'll take care of it. That'd be fine. No, we're um, somebody that donated money um, for PD and D. Yeah, it's gonna come in and sit in. Yeah, next to me probably. That doesn't make me crabby. I'm excited. Yeah, she could come in here. We don't care. Oh, we don't care where she I mean, goes. unless it's a um, COVID protocol thing where only two people well, allowed. Look at, and, listen, you and me, we're not trying to get political here. We're just going to tell you the facts of the matter. Hip be damned, we're boosted. All right? We've yeah. been boosted and roosted. And so I'm ready yeah. to do all sorts of stuff. By my, the way, I had that booster shot uh, when I got my physical. Yeah, I was talking to Alexa about that. I had zero side effects. I was I, just tired. I, just a little sore in my arm. Pfizer? I don't have to say, but yeah. <laughs> Pfizer, I hardly know her. Hey, Rocco. You know, it's funny. When you go to read the booster things. Booster, um, I hardly know her. Rocco! Ah, it. it works with anything that ends in her. When or I her. went to look up vaccine boosts, it said, if you have Pfizer six months after, if you have Moderna six months after, and then it was like, if you have Johnson & Johnson, pretty much schedule whenever because it didn't really work. It said two months after. No, that's pretty much. No, it did it really. It really did. Yeah. I had Johnson & Johnson, and that I was one of the first uh, you know, available you to get a, a boost, a boosting it's... shot. Yeah, because your first one didn't take. Yeah. But, but uh, uh, no, Johnson Johnson, thank you guys for everything listen, you do with baby only powder. Thing, um, yeah. Oh, powder. yeah. I don't think a ton of people choke on baby powder. It's not about choking. What's it about? Well, it's about people using talcum powder. For what? Don't worry. No, no, you have to tell me now. Well, they might be using it, and I think there was a class action suit. What are they using? Like the 70s? What are we talking about here? 
There was oh. a correlation between cancer and baby powder. Really? Yeah. I tell you what, we've had four babies. Yeah, we got romantic four times. What of it? I don't think we've ever used baby powder. Do you use it on a diaper rash situation? You just, you know, if you change your diaper, everybody got a little poof of oh, the yeah. just a little, a little Like the big puff. makeup thing in yeah. the 50s in the movie? Like a big powder puff on your hiney. Yeah, we yeah. never did that. Really? Yeah, we do diaper cream. There's another one called butt paste, which is just right there. That's my kind of thing. I don't like that at all. So no baby powder, huh? No, never have we used baby powder, to my knowledge, on a baby. I do remember my mom using it on me, I feel like. And I feel like I would puff it on myself. Oh, it just felt And then felt feel how so soft good. my skin felt. And you smell good and you just feel fresh and showered and bathed and happy. You yeah. know what I mean? All right. Should then, I? Do, are we doing anything here? I don't know. Let's just do Give it. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is The Beat. Okay. I have a very interesting story about Brad Pitt. And I think, Rocco, you will be interested in it. But before we get to that, the weekends, or the week... (laughs) Save Your Tears, is Vivo's most watched video of the year. Boy, this guy, he's very successful. He is really good. 102.9 million views. Um... Wow, they're not a bad guy. There's like a whole bunch of end of the year lists, you know. Let's see. We don't care about that. Let me get to the Brad Pitt story because we're running out of time. Okay, the story is this. The place where Pink Floyd's The Wall, my favorite album of all time, was made, has fallen into disrepair. But a major renovation is going to see the facility ready for a new generation of star musicians by next summer. Mm. So back in the 70s and 80s, rock superstars like Pink Floyd, ACDC, The Cure, ever heard of them? (laughs) They would go to this 900-acre property near the French Riviera where they would would create these really landmark records. One of them was 1979's the Wall, Pink Floyd's album, which was partly recorded there because there was some kind of, I don't know what happened. But anyway, 20 years of neglect, Brad Pitt has decided that he's going to restore it. It is nestled inside his winemaking estate. Nestle. <laughs> Studio Miraval. Mm-hmm. That's the name of their wow. wine. And it consists of three houses where artists lived while recording. And they would take their little breaks there. They would recharge in a swimming pool. A living chef would prepare all their meals. Um, the studio itself is 3,000 square feet. And just apparently Brad and Angelina bought this entire estate with that yes. studio on the land. Ah. They bought it for $60 million. Um, they've leased it uh four years prior to that. And so, yeah, he's going to bring that back. Love that. And it's going to be a working um, recording studio. Sounds like it'd be a cool space to record, man. I concur. Hey, when we come back, since we didn't have time for it, because we did talk through Rocco's really 
wicked mood that he's in this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's get to that. Um, I do want to hear, uh, oh, that's right, I'll say that. Uh, Kelly Clarkson was on The Tonight Show and had this great performance. That You're going to love we, this okay. song. So I want to hear that. We'll hear that when we come back. Also, uh, the TikTok lady who traded a bobby pin for a house. I don't understand this. I'll explain. When we come back, it's the Don and Steve experience on my top. You're Thanks listening to the Don and Seth Morning hey, Show on it. Hillbilly Jackweed wow. FM. Whose side Sorry. are you on? We're doing not, a show together. And I like Sus. Legally, I can't say his name, but I like oh, you. And, We're and not like doing Christmas, right? <laughs> Non-sequitur. But I figured that you understand. Yeah, that. no, we're not. In fact, no. Promise. No. no, no, no. Yeah, I promise. Ever since Krabby Rocco joined the show, yeah, we haven't done any Christmas. You ever notice that? Oh yeah, you're right. We, we did used go out to, to lunch. That was something. Yeah. Remember, you guys ordered off the nine ninety nine menu while I got the thirty five dollar rock lobster. Yes, I do recall <laughs> you got that. The king crab. Yep. Dan Seaman, our big boss, had to slide down a chair just because the crab legs were coming <laughs> off of the plate. Rocco needed more elbow room. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember. Now, when Ryan Perpich, God rest his soul, still alive, saw him in the parking in lot fact, this he's morning. Down the hall, yeah. Um, he. He really liked the Secret Santa. He liked anything like I don't, that. Yeah. He wants to know about birthdays. He's getting birthday presents. It was a lot. I just want to make sure. Yes. You and I mm-hmm. are not exchanging gifts and nobody's going to sneak one in. We discussed this with somebody the other day. Yeah. Um, Dawn, yeah Dawn? With, no, Maddie B. Matt Belanger oh, was yeah, here Matt. on Monday. And he was talking about if he should be getting his partner a gift Even or not. Even though they agreed not to. I'm okay committing to no. Right, do you promise, though? I do promise. Okay. Because the gift I was going to get you, Son of I'm a just going to Okay, tell now you just tell me and then I'll get it for myself. It's a book. Okay. It's called The Comfort Crisis by Michael Easter. Like it. You see what I did? The Christmas Easter thing? We were just thing? having Christmas and Easter discussions off the Here air, yes. Are. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's about the dangers of staying mm. complacent, you know? May I suggest something? Sure. What if, hypothetically, sometime after Christmas... Based on that description, I got you that book. <laughs> it just feels... Well, it's funny that you say that because the friend who recommended it recommended it to, to you. Recommended Don't... it to me, and I go, "Yeah, I, that sounds like a Steve Patterson type of book. I'll let him know." Read about the it. description again. It's called the Comfort Crisis. Yeah, and it's. I think it's about how you need to not be afraid of changing. Donna. I know. Why? So are you going to get it for me so I can read it aloud to you? I'm on the casino tour. How long is that tour going to last? It'll take me into the sunset. Oh, no. You are, you know. I'm at the dawn of a new day. Yes, you're a rising star. I'm like the, (laughs) you know, I'm like that character, that Eli Wallach character in, in in the holiday. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, those were the good old days. You're like a shooting just, star where we see it and we're like, wait, was that there? That actually happened eight light years ago. It's been oh, gone. It's been burned crazy. out for years now. Yeah, that's me. I'm burnt out. <laughs> and happy oh, about gosh. it. Anyway, that's not why you called. We've no. got a Kelly Clarkson song. She was on, was it the Tonight Show she was on? With Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, and she, I just want you to listen to this woman's voice and tell me she's not right up there with Adele. I mean, this is a live performance. Okay. And it is a song that you, Steve Patterson, are going to connect with. It's called Blessed.
He will be downloading this and listening it to it on his way in tomorrow. No, no, I'm going to say something unpopular. It's okay. I think she sounds amazing. That is yeah. a lie. She sounds like she's recorded. Oh, she's unbelievable. Her talent, I mean, it can't be contained. Okay, so you think that's what cheesy? It's just not always my jam. I and, and this again. This says more about me than anybody else. Music is so subjective, right? That's Two true. people can go to the same concert. One is the time of their life, mm. and the other says, "I don't know." I just feel with most Kelly Clarkson songs, I could never argue her talent. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Her voice is unbelievable. It's just I don't know if it's always my my bag. The songs. You don't like the slow ones. No, I did. I mean, since you've been gone, I liked that one. Okay. Okay. A lot of the other ones, though, it just they're fine. They're cool. I think it's like Her a good mo- Christmassy kind of song. Well, she had a lot of Christmas. She had that whole Christmas album. And I heard a couple of those, just a little excerpt. Oh, yeah. Some from of them, them were like some really upbeat. I, fun I thought songs. they sounded really fun. So, yeah. okay. But that one for me was fine. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm fine with that. Thank you. There's a TikToker. <laughs> There's a TikToker who traded a bobby pin for a house. What does that mean? Let me explain. By the what way, are we on the, uh, what do you call that show? Let's make a deal? Kind of, sort of. Yeah, like uh, if you have a bobby pin on you, I'll give you a $100 bill. $100 bill to the scarecrow. If you want to go see all <laughs> of the trades that this woman did, uh, I linked up to her TikTok page on the Don and Steve show links okay. page okay. on my talk 1071. So here's, she's a 30 year old woman. Got her it. name is Demi Skipper. Okay. Sounds like it came from a name generator. Oh, wait, maybe we need... Demi epic. Skipper, sort of. Demi Skipper sort of sounds like one. I don't know about you, Rocco. Rocco, Does what that do you think? Classified. Oh, are you ready? The name yes. is Demi Skipper. Let's hear it. Here it is. One of the most epic names in history. TikTok star Demi Skipper. This has been one of the most epic names in history. She created a TikTok page called the Trade Me Project, where she turned a bobby pin into a house through 28 trades over a year and a half. She started with a single bobby pin. Each time she traded up, the exchanges got bigger and bigger. So she traded the bobby pin for a pair of earrings, which led to a set of glasses, then to a vacuum. Oh. Then to a snowboard. Eventually, she worked her way up to larger items like cars, tractors, and a Chipotle quote unquote celebrity card worth $20,000. Hmm. Demi Skipper traded the Chipotle card for a trailer with a fridge and Tesla solar panels that were worth about $40,000. And then she traded that. For an actual house. Now, it's a small, modest place. It's in Tennessee. She plans to move there from California to fix it up. She is on TikTok at Trade Me Project. And I've got all of that linked up. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Up at the uh, Don and Steve Schilling's page if you want to sort of see each trade as it happened. I've watched some of these before on YouTube where a guy starts with a penny. And then just tries to figure oh, out, sure. what can I turn this into in 24 hours? It's pretty clever. Yeah, it is. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that beautiful story. Thank you, guys. Um, I would like us to play a game now. And we want you, the my talker, to play along. Give us a call right now. Yes, you. 651-641-1071. Uh, call now. Bet on me or Donna. And you will win a prize. None of us know the topic besides DJ Rock Lobster. We'll find out. When we return, it's the Donna and Steve experience on my talk. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve with DJ Rock Lobster. Clomp, 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 clomp. Clomp, And now, uh, let's see if I could win again today in this little game. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Oh, yes. Let's see how smart you are in the topic of monkeys. Oh, yeah. It's not, Monkey Day. Oh, it yeah. is Monkey Day. Uh, it's also not, National Violin Day. It's also National Alabama Day, I think. Violin oh. would have been a good one. I'm, should I just switch it up and no, play no. nothing but violin music? No, I'm a big fan of, what, Vivaldi? What are we going to yeah, do here? Oh, I could do, like, violin covers of pop songs, but I didn't. I came up with three questions about monkeys in pop culture, perhaps movies, television, that sort of thing. And here to play along and decide which one of you two might know more about monkeys in pop culture is Gail. Hello, Gail. Hi, Gail. Hey, Gail. Are you doing any better now? How are you? (laughs) Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you now, sister. We were worried for a second, but you're an overcomer, which is sort of the story of your life. What are you up to today after the pop culture quiz about monkeys? Um, I am currently driving back from Indiana, so I just drove through Chicago. Oh, chicken in a car, in a car, can't go. Chicago, the Windy City. Yes. Well, I hope that the rest of your drive goes well. Um, thank you for using your blinker. I think I heard the turn signal in the background. Everything's going um, great. Actually, yeah, I got my hazards on. I pulled over into a spot, so I... Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my okay, so we'll All right. move this along for you. Okay, who would you like to team up with, Donna or Steve? Um, I'm going with Donna. Whatever. Woo! All right, bye. Thank you. Okay. You're- I'll try not to let you down. Okay. She might have made the wrong choice. We'll see. There's some animation. uh, Oh, no, this is not going to be good. Nope. But here goes. Um, In what 1992 movie would you find a monkey named Abu? That is, um, um, I don't know, The Lion King. In what 2000s animated franchise would you find a monkey named Boots? Um, zoology. And in what 1998 movie did Robert Guillaume voice a mandrill named Rafiki? That's the Lion King. 
And the first one is um, uh, Zootopia. Okay. Let's bring Gail on. Maybe it'd be, Gail. Good if, it'd be good if Gail has some kids that grew up in the 2000s or the <laughs> Gail, or the I'm 90s. a disaster. I'm sorry. You're um, fine. I got Rafiki, so. Okay, well, let's go over the first two. Abu was a monkey in what 1992 movie? Aladdin. Thank mm. you. I actually saw that in the theater. And in what 2000s animated Wait, franchise no, 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 no. would you find a monkey named Boots? I'm sorry, I don't know that one. Okay. All right, we'll just say... Uh, and you're feeling good about Rafiki being in The Lion King. Yep. Okay. All right, hold All right, on I'll a go second. All right, Steve! Oh, oh, Gail. All right, let's just... Keep our fingers crossed. Okay, hi, Steve. How's it going? Good to see you. Bye now. Okay. And Gail does have a chance at winning a My Talk t-shirt. All right, Gail. You're going down. All right. <laughs> All right. It's probably true. All right, Steve. I'm going to quiz you on some uh, monkeys in pop culture. All right. In what 1992 movie would you find a monkey named Abu? Aladdin. In what 2000s animated franchise would you find a monkey named Boots? Boots? Mm-hmm. Uh, pass for now. In what 1998 movie did Robert Guillaume voice a mandrill named Rafiki? Rafiki? 1998? Mm-hmm. Lion King? Mm. Two? Rafiki? Mm-hmm. Lion King 2. What was the, was the middle one again? Uh, a monkey named Boots. Oh, it's from Puss in Boots. Wrong. Okay, well, you both got the same one right. Aladdin, and uh, you both got Lion King. So, it's two to two, because you did not know that Boots was from Dora the Explorer. Oh, oh Dora, Dora, Dora Well, technically, Steve Explorer. didn't get the right answer, but that's fine. He did say Lion King, too. It's Wait, fine. that's because Lion King wasn't out in 1998. Maybe, I guess. It was in the 90s. He got, he got the, yeah, but it was like 1992, I think. Um, it's fine. You know, he might be right on that. Lion King 2 was 1998. Oh, so that means technically Donna would be wrong. But I'm going to. Lion King 1 was 94. Yeah. So, anyways, let's go to that tiebreaker, anyways. I love tiebreaks. It's going to be a musical tiebreaker, um, and it's uh, monkey related. What artists are we hearing here? The monkeys. Oh, Beastie Boys. Um, cool. So Gail, Gail wins. Woo. Yay. <laughs> Gail, you can go back on the road. First, Rocco's going to get some info from you. Have a okay. wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks for listening, bye. Gail. We love you. Thanks bye. for believing right, in me. Thank you. We love you, too. Okay, bye. Oh, Brad Monkey. You should watch that Beastie Boys uh, documentary. The one with Apple. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like Adam, what's his face, doing... Horowitz. Yeah, he's kind of emceeing the... Thing. I haven't seen it. I have it ripped at home. Uh, uh, somebody ripped it for me from Apple 
TV Plus. <laughs> that sounds like an illegal it is. Yeah, so, I shouldn't have said that. No, uh, I actually am an Apple Plus subscriber right now. So oh, I should watch oh, it. Nice, nice yeah, save. tell it to the judge. Yeah. All right? <laughs> yeah. We'll see what uh, Judge Judy's former <laughs> bailiff, Petrie Hawkins Bird, has to say about that. <laughs> if he ever calls us. He stood us up a month and a half ago. Yeah, and, he did. It was very embarrassing. And it's harmful yeah. to yeah. our reputation. I think we even rebooked it. No. Did we know? No, oh, they no. reached out and said, Do you want to rebook it? And we said, You know oh, what? That's right. No. no. No, you had your chance. That's right, Petrie Hawkins Bird. Oh, boy. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. A tip to help your life. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. It's Everybody a play on words about tipsy. getting drunk. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Okay. For explaining that. That's awesome that you do things like that. Um, Hold on a minute. Absolutely. So the tip is, um, these are five, these are holiday gifts. Oh, I just. Last minute gifts. Okay. Great. Great. Just did a gift last night for somebody. First gift I bought, like for a sibling gift exchange. Just did Are you serious? Mm -hmm. That's not cool. Glad the shipping was going to make it there to Pennsylvania. Yeah, you got to do it by tomorrow, I think. No, that's bull crap. You can go to different sites and if you're willing to pay. Okay. It'll arrive. Sorry, I blew up. What, did I put an extra $10 down for shipping? I did, Donna. Donna. It's been a good year. All right. It's been a very, very good, frankly, a oh, great... Boy. Okay. All right, we're Go happy ahead. for you. Okay, right, here are four ideas for good gifts you can buy at the last minute that go a step beyond, okay? All right. You can buy a digital prod product, like... Uh, someone who loves video games. Those are all digital now, and you can buy them a download code. I like that. That's great. Great idea. You can great buy idea. an app. You can buy an online course. You could buy a streaming service subscription. These are good ideas. Thank, Thank you. you. You can buy an experience. You can buy concert tickets, tickets to a football game, a vacation, another future event. Nice. Then you give the person a printout of the tickets or just write on a card, we're going to see Hoobastank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, you what can, was their song? All right, we don't have I don't to. remember. Order, <laughs> you can order curbside pickup. If you don't have time to shop in a store for a gift, you can always buy something online and then pick it up in stores. There are more than a thousand stores offering curbside pickup. Offering. May I, I'm sorry. I, I was going to say, I need to know what their song was. The number one song on I'm Spotify sorry, is called The Reason. I'm sorry, something Yeah, kick it. it. Their Christmas album is actually surprisingly good. Who was that? I would have never guessed that that's what they sounded like. Because I thought they would be like more hippie jam band. And the reason is... All right, so anyway. I'm looking for their Christmas album here. Okay. What is it? No, they don't no, have please, one. Uh, why are you oh, guys okay. just making my life absolutely miserable right now? Dude, if you leave Hoobastank in the podcast, nobody will ever complain. Yeah, honestly, they're, the whoever will be, be happy. Like, I need to get paid. Uh, no, they would be like, thank you, Lord. You are the only people that played our song <laughs> in the last five to nine years. <laughs> They'll send us payment. Okay, or you could buy, you can send somebody Bitcoin. There you go. You know, I got to tell you guys, I I encountered a guy who was a big, big player in the world of cryptocurrency. Oh, really? And it made me, Donna, that's two times in the last 10 minutes that you, what's going on down there? I hope I have insurance. I'm knocking into stuff. Forget about my Bitcoin story. There are different days that you put out different levels of disheveled, and today it's... 
threat level midnight. This is a. There are things all over the floor. You left a like some kind of floodlight oh, down crap. here. I need to return those. I'll walk those back after the show. Yeah, thanks. Just, I mean, half of your hair is curled. <laughs> it looks like you got stood up midway through getting ready. <laughs> What's going on? Is this for the viewer or the listener who's no, coming in? I look in? like presentable. So I'm curling my hair while we're talking. And then he, she me. told me, she was like, we have to get a picture today. Grant's taking a picture. Don't say anything else. Sorry. Okay. All right. He wants a picture of us in our mattress. Don't sweaters. say. Okay, oh, right, right. of course we'll do it. All right, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna come over there and just Mace karate me. chop you in the <laughs> neck, and then we'll All come right. back. Uh, how about this? Why don't we do this when we come back? Uh, let's see here. Why don't we give something away? Give right. it away now. You want to do it right now? We'll do it right now. This is like a really nice prize. All right, we'll tell the people. Okay, well, we've got a Bella Classic Facial at Bella Derm Med Spa in Maple Grove, valued at 100 bucks, you guys. So if you're caller, let's do caller three to make it easy on Rocco. 651-641-1071. You will be a big Winner. Uh, when we come back, ooh, uh, Kim Kardashian has something to celebrate. Oh, yes, she does. Uh, we'll tell you what that is, and we'll get to some other stuff, too. Coming up next on My Talk. Good morning, and welcome back to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Did we get a winner? Oh, let's we find did. out. It was Sharon. 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 Congratulations. Enjoy that facial. Uh, she got a Bella Classic facial from Bella Derm Med Spa in Maple Grove. Hey, as it were. Also, don't forget, everybody, quick calendar update uh, that it's only morning until noon, and then it's lunchtime. Is that right? Every day. Who knew? Hmm. Chicken parm today downstairs. Oh, Oh, really? Oh, man. I ate in the cafeteria for the first time in a while this morning. Had the egg sandwich. So good. And uh, they moved the coffee, the space age coffee thing inside of the bill. So have you tried it? How's it working? I haven't. But they said that the coffees that were free are no longer free. Well, as it should be. I mean, Whose side are you on? I, I mean, I'm on the side of right. Who tells on the fact that we're getting free cappuccinos? Listen, I mean, this place, they're the, winning. They're very generous. <laughs> they're very generous. Here. They gave us free lunches for like a year and a half. Yeah, they did. They really did. That was nice. And breakfast. Oh, yeah. And breakfast. Yeah. So there is that. Anyway, I just wanted to tell you that Kim Kardashian finally passed what they're calling the baby bar exam. Uh, It's the first of two tests that you have to take. This is supposed to be the harder one, and I believe she failed it three times. She failed the exam three times in two years, but she got back up each time and she studied harder again until she did it. She did have COVID on the third try with 104 fever she says oh but i'm my. not making excuses it's like i i think you get a uh, yeah if you're not performing up to speed because you have 104 fever that's acceptable yeah we'll give you that and understandable but if you click on the link hey. can you see did i put a link in there for you i don't think so you gotta look at what she's wearing i mean she's really into these like usually nude fitted outfits Mm -hmm. that even cover her shoes do you know what i'm saying um 
It, wait, what? Have, which? I'm, so I'm she's going wearing, through a lot of pictures. I'm seeing her in blue. I'm seeing it's, her okay, in Okay, so she's in the blue in the bathroom. That's her? Just, that's No, that's her, what she wore to the baby bar? I no. don't think so. I think she just posted oh, it. Okay. You know, she's got a professional photographer following her around like she lives in the White House. But look at her shoes. Like, she wears these They're also blue. tight, tight, tight leggings or lycra, whatever. And then the same material covers the shoe. It's such an interesting, cool look. Not practical. No. No, there is not. very beautiful. A lot of practicality. Yeah, she's beautiful. Um, Yeah. You know, would you, I don't know. I don't know that I want to get dressed up that often. She seems to get dressed up a lot. She really does. But I think she's only doing it for the pictures and events. Does she have like... Like, I have a bunch of t-shirts that have paint on them. Me too. Does she have those? I don't think so. I don't know. I'm starting to feel like I don't really relate with her. You're just starting to? Yeah. Interesting. Click in and watch this. I don't... Just super fancy. It's really, um... Really pretty. Let me ask Mm. this. I'll I'll link that up so you guys can see the look yourself. Thanks, Steve. Don and Steve show links page. Steve's okay, so. always overly promoting that page. My, I feel like I'm supposed to promote it. Don't we want people to go there and see it? Yeah, I don't sure. know. You might find an elf or a host uh, on the post. Oh, wait a second. That up, bury the lead. Who's the host today, might we ask? Anybody know? I think it's me. <laughs> wow. It is me, and we have a hint today. If you would like to try and find me, um, here's the sitch. What you, wait, where is it? The hint. To find Donna on a page, this show's nickname lives in a cage or in the desert. Mm. So look on that show's page. Read that clue one more time. To find Donna on a page in the elf outfit, Mm -hmm. this show's nickname lives in a cage. Nickname or in the desert lives in a cage or in the desert. Mm-hmm. <gasps> no. I know. I don't know where it is though. I haven't found me. So good. Oh, luck. that's exciting. So you could win a thousand dollars, you guys, if you find me. Right, just go clicking around, yes. and when you find me dressed as an elf, all by myself. Mm-hmm. What you do is hover over me, and you can fill out a little information. You're automatically in the drawing for one thousand dollars. We're doing this all the way till the twenty third. And um, the um, LoJ, they're going to announce a winner every Friday at 530. I love this. I love it, too. Just as I was bragging about the show links page, I've run into a little bit of an issue here. Uh Something has gone down here. Oh, no, Steve. Yeah, I was just so close. Just a moment ago. So close, Donna. But yet so far. uh, Here's how it was going to read. Kim Kardashian passes the baby bar exam, and she's blue about it. And then you go and see the pictures of her in the blue dress. You don't have to be that crafty. <laughs> I don't know why you put so much pressure on yourself. Uh, what would you do? Kim Kardashian, reality star, you know, fashionista, etc., will become a lawyer. What is a career that has nothing to do with your current career that you could see yourself having an interest in or w- wanting to get involved in? That's a really good question, Steve. I would like to learn about home design. Okay. Home decor, that type of thing. Yeah, see, I like real estate stuff. I've always been intrigued yeah, by that. me too. Also, agent, 
I mean, I guess real estate agent, but also like agent, talent agent. That's a good one. I actually wanted to do that for quite some time and did a lot of interviewing in New York City. Oh, I'm walking here. Yes. That sounds really fun. Yeah. Because for me, it's easier to promote someone else than it is to promote myself. I think that's all of us, Donna. I think you're right, Steve. Rocco, what would you do if you weren't in radio? Hmm. Maybe I'd be a forest ranger or something. I could see that. He kind of looks like Smokey the Bear. Yeah, you're kind of an outdoorsy guy, aren't you? Yeah, I'd go, you know, dig out, you know, uh, latrines in the Boundary Waters and stuff. It'd be fun. Do you, when you're at the Boundary Waters, do you have to poop in a hole in the ground? Uh, yeah. kind of, yes, but uh, in the Boundary Waters, they have a kind of a throne. If you live, if you went to like oh. the Canadian side, you'd have to dig your own hole and whatnot. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, so wh- what do you mean a throne? I mean, it has like a plastic toilet seat, you know, and it just falls into the, with. Yeah. into the grounds like a few. Is there like a, are you shielded? Um, no, not really. Or are you just like... Out there for everyone to see, like you're in prison. Well, it's it's a sort of back, you know, uh, you know, maybe thirty yards from the campsite and sort of secluded. But yeah, if somebody. But how do you know if? But you could be if someone's going. Like, what if I need to go and I walk over there not knowing someone's there? I.e., would I see you just squatting? Here's what we do in our group. We have like a toiletry bag that might have you know wipes and hand sanitizer and toilet paper in it. And you take that with you, and then if somebody sees the trail and sees that that bag is not there, that's a good indication that somebody's using it. But what it. about strangers? Well, you have you your You could put campsite. a towel no over No strangers you. should come. I see. Okay. We should go to the Boundary Waters. Let's what do it. The three here? of us. Project Down in Dirty it. Boundary Waters. Oh, my God. Never. You're onto something. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what, Rocco, you're going to have a uh, dirt alert when we come back, and then we've got some uh, some movie news to talk about coming up next.